What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. It is free hit week. Here is my blank game week 32 team selection. Welcome back to another video everyone, FPL Harry here and today it is my game week 32, blank game week 32 team selection. We're going to have a look at that free hit. That is right, since last time I have decided that I'm definitely going to be playing my free hit going into game week 32. Haven't actually made any transfers yet, but it's going to happen. I've got drafts on the go, got potential moves that I want to make. There isn't that much money we need to spend, but it's going to be active. Before we dive into the video, we're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. Let me know how you got on in the final couple of games that went on the Liverpool versus Leeds game. Let me know your overall score in game week 31 now that it's fully over. But let's dive in and let's have a look at that game week for me. I don't want to bang on about it. Well, Actually, I do a little bit. Let's have a talk about how game week 31 went for me. It was a crazy, crazy game week, as I'm sure you may have seen. And if you haven't seen, I scored a massive 95 points. I was ranked 15,000 in the world for game week 31. I was expecting a very bad game week. I didn't have the likes of Harry Kane, Bakai Saka, Jack Grealish in there, or Martinelli. And I was expecting a bad game week. However, one man in particular, Dominic Solanke, came in for me with a 15-point haul. We also had the returns from Ollie Watkins. We had the returns from Erling Haaland as well. Plus, the new transfers in, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Mo Salah coming in with monster hauls for me as well. Moved me from 1,040th in the world to just 263rd. I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm over the moon. Happy to be on free hit in game week 32 as well to hopefully get another green arrow. So there isn't that much to talk about in this team selection about potential transfers, who I'm going to sell, who I'm going to potentially buy, because it's free hit week. I'm going to be free hitting. So let's just take you through my draft. It's very similar to the draft that I posted yesterday, but there are a couple of small changes that I've made and we're getting pretty close. Of course, there will be a deadline stream on Friday evening where I lock in my final draft, potentially some early Arsenal team news, which is why I don't think I can lock in my team before then, but I think we're pretty much there. It stays with Johnson in goal. I do think Crystal Palace at home to Everton is one of the best chances of a clean sheet. Plus, with the attackers I've gone with, I don't have the slot for an Arsenal defender. I don't have the slot for a second Liverpool defender as well, which means picking defenders this week is quite difficult to do. I have gone with Johnson in goal. I did consider Emmy Martinez of Aston Villa as well. He looks like he has the potential to haul. However, if he was at home to Brentford, I think I would own him. However, going away to Brentford, Brentford and Tony do score goals at home. So I think the clean sheet isn't necessarily nailed there. We do have an Aston Villa defender in here in Alex Moreno. A big differential this week for anyone on free here. I think he's worth considering if you are looking for a defender. The attacking threat is really good. Maybe the clean sheet potential isn't quite as high as we'd want. But again, I think it's quite difficult to pick the clean sheet potential. Dominic Calvert-Lewin like, looks like he's back in training for Everton, which means the Crystal Palace clean sheet is maybe slightly more hard to come by, which is why I've gone away from the double Crystal Palace defence that I did originally have. Moreno's attacking threat is really good. Happy with him. And I think Aston Villa will win that game. We've got Trent Alexander-Arnold in here. Again, no doubt that he's going to be in there. The form he's showing playing in that midfield role it's a no-brainer to have in. He's also a captaincy consideration. If he keeps a clean sheet and gets an assist, for example, that's already a massive haul. However, I think the Liverpool attackers could also do really well. So Trent is in here. He's not my captain. He's not my vice captain either, but so happy to have him. The change that we've made in defence, Trippier comes in in place of Mitchell. Seeing Calvert-Lewin back in training, not really loving the sort of explosivity of that Crystal Palace defence does mean that I'm going with a different defender in here. I am going with Trippier. Do I think he's going to keep a clean sheet? Maybe not. Probably not, but he does, of course, have the attacking threat combined with that clean sheet potential. Plus, the ownership of him is going to be really high, even for those not 
spot on free hit as well. So given that I'm not that confident of a Crystal Palace defensive return with Mitchell, with Gahey, with Anderson, I have opted for a little bit of a safer option here in Kieran Trippier, who I actually think is probably predicted to score more points than Mitchell is this week. Moving into my powerful midfield four, it is Gakpo, Salah, Martinelli and Bakayo Saka. We've gone with a double Arsenal midfield. Again, Martinelli is locked in. He's probably one of the top players I think you should be owning if you are on free hit this week. The way he looks linking up with Jesus or Trossard, basically anyone that's not Eddie and Ketter, he looks really good. A lot of the Arsenal attack is going down that left-hand side and with Zinchenko looking like he's back in training, I think that's only going to boost the output potentially of Martinelli even further. But Kai Saka is in here. I do expect him to keep penalties. I don't love him. Actually, with the past couple of games, he looks quite isolated out in that right wing, but with penalties and with how good a player he is, it's completely plausible that he does come back and does get a big return in this one. So I have gone with Saka in here. Again, Mo Salah is in here. I think like Trent is a bit of a no-brainer that you'd be picking him. The form that Liverpool showed on Monday night, they are much better at home. They're playing Forest, who are not looking good at the moment, despite them needing points to try and fight off relegation. So Salah is in here. Again, no real doubt about that. The one that there might be a little bit more doubt about is I've gone with Cody Gakpo. The odds from the bookies of him scoring are really high. One of the best for this week. And the odds of him hauling as well with two plus goals is also really good. His return so far this season at home have been better away from home. Plus, I don't see Firmino being ready to start in the Premier League anytime soon. Gakpo did come off around 75 minutes as well. So I think he should be fine to start in that one. And I do think he could do really well. A goal from midfielder as well is a nice five-point return. So happy that I've got him. And I don't trust that Liverpool left wing, whether it's Luis Diaz, whether it's Darwin, whether it's Jota. Of course, one of them could start centrally. But Gakpo's been so good. I think it's going to be him again through the middle. And then finally, up front, we haven't got Harry Kane in this one. Just didn't find that I really wanted him looking at how high his ceiling is. And then plus, when I put Trippier into this draft, having Trippier and Harry Kane in the same draft didn't really make any sense to have both of them. So I decided to drop Harry Kane out of this and we've gone with probably what is quite a template one. Ollie Watkins, there's no doubt about that given that his form is incredible. Aston Villa's form is so good. Brentford at home are an okay team. They're defending mixed at the moment, but they are better at home, but still having Ollie Watkins in here. I do have Dom Solanke again. I'm going to look at the West Ham lineup on Thursday evening to see exactly how they line up, whether they rotate a lot, whether they don't. But I still think I want a little bit of Bournemouth in that fixture. And how can I turn down Dominic Solanke, who's just scored 15 points for me? Fully expecting a blank now, but once everyone's got him, it doesn't matter. It's when he's a 0.3% differential that's when it really counts. But I promise I won't keep talking about Dominic Slanky unless he gets another 15-pointer this weekend. Gabriel Jesus is in here. Now, Jesus is actually a player I'm a little bit concerned about. I think there's an okay chance that he gets subbed early on in the game if they're comfortable because they do have Manchester City on the Wednesday in game week 33. So that's not that big a turnaround. And given that he's coming back from injury, he's had early subs in the past couple of games as well. I do think there's an okay chance that he doesn't necessarily play the full game. However, the chances of him scoring in this one is really good. And I have found space with him in my team. So that is my starting lineup. On the bench, we've got Iverson as the cheap keeper as a first sub. I wish I could find a place in my lineup for Eze. I am considering dropping one of the Arsenal players or the Liverpool midfielders down into defence and dropping Trippier and going and just starting Eze. I love the likes of Eze and Elise going into this week, but I just couldn't find space with them. Let me know if you would start him. If you would, would you go for an Arsenal defender, a Liverpool defender, or what you would do going into this week? Mitchell is also on the bench, so he was in my previous draft. He's dropped to the bench now that I've got Trippier. And then we have Castagna with Wolves at home as my last sub. Don't plan on getting any points off my bench from him hopefully not things will have gone really badly if I end up needing my third sub when I'm on my free hit 
But this is my current draft. I think we're pretty much there with it. Let me know what you think if you would change anything. Really hoping for a green arrow. If I could get inside the top 200 this week, that would be absolutely crazy. Drop any questions you have in the comment section down below. Again, reply to all the questions that you have for the first hour of every single video and plenty after the first hour as well. So don't feel like you can't leave them, but guaranteed in the first hour. Thank you so much for watching again. We're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. Good luck in game week 32 when it does come around. And I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.